Good morning, Life Spring. We're so glad you're here. And anyone who's watching on Facebook or uh, Church Online, if you're new with us, would you just uh, leave a comment, uh, give us an email, choose a phone call? We would love to connect with you more. Uh, we are here for you during this time. Uh, we have a great service plan for you, our second part series of Now What? Uh, we're so excited to get started, so let's pray. Well, Jesus, we just thank you for who you are and what you mean to us. Lord, you are everything. Lord, this morning, would you open our eyes to see what you're doing? Would you open our ears to hear what you are doing? Lord, we want to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, at this time, we're going to get back into worship. So will you just get in a posture of worship and and, uh, get ready to worship the Lord together? So happy you've joined us today to sing to the Lord together. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to lift up our voices to declare the goodness of God, how great our God is, how good he is, how full of grace and mercy he is. We want to declare his truth this morning. So again, so happy you're here. Uh, We get it. Uh, It can even be kind of awkward when you're watching in your living room or maybe in your car and you, you forget to even join with your voice uh, to sing to the Lord, but this isn't just a YouTube video or something on Facebook to watch. This is worship. We are here to worship the Lord. So we invite you, we would ask you to join with us in praise and worship to God, that we would lift our voices together to sing the goodness of God, how great our God is. So let's do that together. this song directly to the throne room this morning. It's the song between us and God. It's a very intimate song, and so I just invite you to join with me as we sing. Of the goodness 
moment is so much more about what you have done for us, what you have done on your cross, that you died, that you paid the price, that you were the perfect sacrifice. It's so much more about what you have done than anything we have done. We come to you by your grace. Father, we come by your mercy. We come because you are a good, good father. 
Oh, Jesus, we worship you this morning. And I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. There's some good news this morning. Sing it out. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. For sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, now indeed I find thy power and thine alone can change the leper's spots and mend the heart of stone. Thank you, Jesus. Because Jesus Jesus paid it all, all to him my own, and sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as
Spring, Ember and I have some announcements for you this morning. Ember, what are our announcements? All right, well, the first announcement is about our women's Zoom meetings. Uh, each day, we are going to be offering different Zoom meetings while we can't get together in person. That's so exciting. It is. It's so exciting. I promise you. Um, if you would like to know more details about those, you can visit our website under events or you can email us at info at lifespringfs.com. Also, um, we would love for you to invite somebody to join us for church this morning. You can text or call any of your friends or family to tune in this morning. Is it a party? Party. Party. Close. Our next announcement is about drive through prayer. This coming Tuesday, April 28th, we will have drive through prayer at the church. Pastor Dan will be there as well as Pastor Jesse and Pastor Jeremy. And so we would love for you to drive up. We'll stay at a safe distance and pray over you for anything that you would like prayer for. All right. And then at this time, we will be taking offering or we would be taking offering. Um, but you can give offering through text to give. You can give online or you can mail in a check. And at this time, we will be uh, going into our special lesson for the kids. Yeah. Cookie. Cookies. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome, and we're excited you're here today. We have a great and awesome message for you and for your families. So come in close. We're going to have some fun this morning. Um, also, if you want to watch uh, Leilani and I, we do Facebook Live every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 o'clock, don't we, Leilani? Yes. Yes, we do. And you can catch that just by going to the LifeSpring Facebook page. Again, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 o'clock, we're going to have some fun starting this uh, Tuesday. we got something special for you, and uh, you're going to have to come watch and check it out and see what's going on. Uh, this morning, I've got some awesome toys from home for you. Yes, I am a man with toys, and right, what we have here is some video game systems. Don't we? Right, Leilani? Right. Right. These are our, vid, our Nintendos, and we wanted to share them with you, and... Um, because they're not all the same. These Nintendos, they're different. There's something different about each one of these. And what is so different? Well, for one thing, uh, these things come in different formats. Uh, they, have, they play video games differently. Some of them are wireless. Uh, some of them have video games built into them. Some of them have these giant cartridges like this that you have to snap in. First, you gotta, you gotta blow it out, right? And you gotta snap it in just to make sure they all work. And some of them, they, they're so old, they don't hook up to the TVs anymore. But these things have all been invented and reimagined over the last 30 years. I want to ask you a question at home. What do you think you would want to invent next? What is the next big thing that you would want to invent? When a new version comes out, 
uh, all the old ones, they, they stop being useful, really. Um, no one wants to play with this old Nintendo when they can play with that new one over there. So kids who want to play video games these days, they have to choose if they want to play on an old system where they don't make games anymore, or they want to play on the new one. Leilani, I'm going to ask you a question. Which one of these would you want to play on the most? The Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch. Which one's that? This one. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a nice one. It's, it's got all the bells and whistles. Go ahead and put it down. We're not selling it. Um, but yeah, so that's the one you'd want to play on. They don't even make games for these anymore, do they? No. Nope, they don't make games for them. Everything changes, my friends. Everything changes over the years. I'm sure you've seen this in, in different things, whether it be with cell phones. Uh, some of us remember before we even had cell phones, we had pagers. Things change over the years. And it, maybe it's the latest trends. It's hard to stay with the latest trends. Maybe it's clothes. Your clothes change. The styles change. Maybe it's the music that changes. Maybe it's the TV shows that change. Also, the words that we say change. Can you believe that? The words that we say can change. That's right. Don't you think it would be funny and just a little weird if I came in here this morning and started saying the word groovy all the time like it was from the 1960s? In fact, I remember when I was a kid, when I was about your age, Leilani, I used to say the word fresh. To me, everything was fresh. Can you believe that? No, huh? It's not so fresh? Trust me, it is. It's going to come back fresh. Everything is fresh. No, but if I was to come in and say cool, like this, like, this is cool, that would be the, the normal thing to say, right? Everybody understands the, that cool is the word to say. Um, but what's always changing, maybe what's cool now doesn't always remain cool. People change too. But do you know who always stays the same? God. That's right. God stays the same. You can see in the Bible that God stays consistent throughout the entire Bible. You can always count on him to stand by his word. And you can always count on him to love you. If you feel alone this week, my friends, remember that God is with you. You are not alone. God is with you. He promised to be with you, and he is with you always. It says in 2 Timothy 2.13, it says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So friends, be thankful for today. Be thankful that God isn't like the rest of the world, that there are new versions of God every couple of years. No, God is the same always. It says in Hebrews 13, 8, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you right now for just staying the same stay in the same always we just love you so much god and we just pray for all of our friends at home right now who are watching be with them this morning lift them up encourage them and remind them that you are with them always we love you so much in your son's name we pray amen 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 thanks guys we'll see you next time good morning wasn't jeremy and leilani amazing they do such a great job You'll have to be sure to catch them during the week. They do Facebook Live twice a week. They are so awesome. And that Leilani, oh my goodness, she's a pro, right? You'd think she's been on the camera her whole life. She does awesome. Well, I am super excited and privileged to be sharing with you this morning. And I'm going to start off with a story that is going to totally date myself. And some of you listening today might have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. But growing up, my parents used to listen to talk radio. 
and I hated it. Ugh, it was so boring. But every day, there was this guy that came on the radio, and his name was Paul Harvey. And he hosted this radio segment called The Rest of the Story. And he had this great voice. And even me, Miss, this is so boring, attitude girl, would totally get taken in by his stories. He would tell this seemingly obscure story with little known facts. And then at the end, there would be this twist of who the story was about. And usually it was about somebody famous. And he would always sign off with, and now you know, the rest of the story. And last week, Pastor Dan talked about new beginnings as a Christian and about being born again and living by the Spirit. And Braden spoke about living by the Word, and it was such an awesome word. But if you're a new Christian, you might be wondering, what is the rest of the story? You might be thinking, I'm a Christian now. Why am I not immediately transported to heaven? Why isn't the sun always shining and little bluebirds landing on my shoulders and the hallelujah chorus playing every place I walk? What am I supposed to do now exactly? What is the rest of the story? So I want to talk with you about that for a bit today. And I want to start with taking a look at 1 Peter. Now, you might remember that Peter was one of Jesus' 12 disciples, and Peter begins this book by reminding us what Jesus has done for us. And this is 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus from the dead, now we live with great expectation. And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. So through the resurrection of Jesus, we have been given a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that doesn't rot or go away. It's not going to vanish if the stock market crashes. No one can break in and steal it. It's reserved for you. And how amazing is it that someday all believers will receive this inheritance. But in the meantime, we're here in this broken world. So then what? Do we just sit around and wait to come into our inheritance? No. God created you for a purpose. He has a plan for your life. He always has. You are chosen. And 1 Peter 2.9 puts it this way. But you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own 
He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. So Peter is saying here that our purpose is to broadcast God's glorious wonders throughout the world. We are to let people know who God is. That there is a way out of this brokenness and darkness that Jesus Christ can deliver them into his incredible light. And Jesus himself told his disciples this. And this is Matthew 28, 19, and 20. And it's often referred to as the Great Commission. And Jesus said this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, if you're a brand new Christian, you might be thinking, okay, sister, uh, slow your roll. I just met Jesus. And now you're saying I'm supposed to go and make disciples throughout all nation, broadcast his wonder throughout the world. I've like literally only been to Idaho in my whole life. I'm really not sure how I'm supposed to do this. I am not here to tell you that you need to figure out how to make world travel happen in order to share Jesus with people. It's also probably not the most effective approach to like get a bullhorn and drive up and down the street shouting the good news or or stand on the street corner with a large John 3.16 sign. But Peter actually talks about where we can begin proclaiming Christ. And this is 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12. And he says this, Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. We can start our new life in Jesus by living out our faith. And living our faith is just as important as verbalizing our faith. Relationships are the biggest part of our lives. And I think during this time of quarantine, we've all come to realize just how important relationships are. And how you live out your faith within your relationships is a testimony to the work that God is doing in you and through you. If you allow the Lord to work in your heart and you walk away from those things that you know brought you down the wrong paths, people will see the change in you. They will see the change that Jesus has done in your life. And what an amazing witness to God's grace and mercy when we can stand before those that we know and love who knew the person that we once were and say, I once was lost, but now I'm found. And as we live our faith, people will ask you, what happened? 
what's changed. And we can declare our faith by sharing our testimony to others. Our testimony is such a powerful way to share the good news of Jesus. And Peter talks about sharing our testimony. And this is 1 Peter 3.15. But give reverent honor in your hearts to the anointed one and treat him as the holy master of your lives. And if anyone asks about the hope living within you, always be ready to explain your faith. We need to be prepared to share our faith in Jesus so others can know the hope that has changed our lives. And just as I talked about how important relationships are earlier, developing your relationship with God is such an important part of your new life in Jesus. So on April 13th, my husband Dave and I celebrated 24 years of marriage. And I'm not really sure how this is possible since I don't think I am 24 years older. But if I treated our wedding day as the only thing that needed to happen for us to have a successful marriage, what would our relationship be like if we never spent any time together or talked to each other? And I said, well, I said I do once. Isn't that enough? We more than likely would not have made it 24 years. Relationships take work. And your relationship with God is no different. When we accept Jesus into our hearts, it can't end there. We have to develop that relationship with God. That's why it's so important to spend every day in prayer. The king of the universe, the creator of all things, wants to spend time with you. I really want you to hear that this morning. He wants to spend time with you. He wants you to share your day with him. And he doesn't need any any big fancy church word prayers. Prayer is simply a conversation with God. He just wants to hear your heart He made you. He knows you inside and out, and he wants to spend time with you just as you are. And spending time in prayer is so important because it reveals to us the heart and the mind of God. And it says this in the Psalms, and this is Psalm 145, 18. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. And I love this quote from Max Lucado. He says this, Our prayers may be awkward. Our attempts may be feeble. But since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it and not in the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. God wants to hear from you. Spend time in conversation with him today. And you can also develop your relationship with God by spending time in his word. 
If you do not have a Bible, please email us here at LifeSpring. We will get you a Bible. And there's a lot of Bible apps too out there. You can download one on your phone or your tablet and read a version that makes sense to you. God wants you to understand his word and what he is speaking to you. The Bible is God's word containing his wisdom and his goodness and his intentions and his judgment and his heart. Spending time in his word will help you deepen your relationship with him. And Brayden shared this verse last week, and it's so good. It's 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, and this is the Passion Translation. Every scripture has been written by the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Now, a lot has been said lately about all the eating that everyone is doing in quarantine, and I'm married to an amazing cook, so eating well is not a problem in our house, whether there's a quarantine going on or not. But I just want you to imagine not eating for a day. And maybe that's okay, right? Maybe we all can use one day of not eating while we're all in this quarantine. But then imagine not eating for a week. And then that week stretches into two weeks. And as time goes on, if you don't eat, you are going to lose strength. You will become weak because our bodies have to have nourishment. And the same goes for our spiritual lives. And Jesus said this. This is Matthew 4, 4. The scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Spend time reading his word. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you through God's amazing truths in the scriptures. If you want to see what God does and will do, pick up your Bible. And as we develop that relationship with God through prayer and spending time in his word, our faith grows. Our lives reflect the changes in our heart. And we are able to share with others more and more the hope and the love that a life with Jesus brings. And ultimately, our greatest witness to being a follower of Jesus is this. Loving him and loving people. And Jesus said the greatest commandment is this. And this is Matthew 22:37. You must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is equally as important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus also said this in John 13, 35, your love for one another will prove to the world 
that you are my disciples. Since the love of Jesus transforms us, then his love should be reflected in our lives, in the things that we do every day. We should be mirrors of the love that Christ has shown us. If our purpose is to declare the gospel to all nations, then loving our neighbor, all of our neighbors, is the greatest witness of the good news that we can declare. So then, what is the rest of the story? We could ask Jesus in our heart, accept him, and immediately go and lock all our doors and close up all the windows and sit in the center of the room and say, okay, Lord, take me now. I am ready. But that would seem pretty ridiculous. But spiritually, I think sometimes that is exactly what we do. We accept Jesus and then lock it away inside our heart and never allow his presence to truly transform us, to grow us into what he has called us to be. God has a purpose and plan for each of our lives, but we have to be willing to surrender to his plan. Even some of us that have known the Lord for a long time, we can keep our faith in a box. I like to call that box our God box. I had a very lovely God box of what I thought my relationship with the Lord should be. I spent many years crafting this box, picking out just the right size, making sure though I had a really tight lid on it with a really strong lock because I couldn't have that overflowing into other areas of my life. I had to make sure that I was living out God's plan my way, the way I thought it should be. And over time, the Lord began to break that lock. With his gentle love and grace, he reminded me that his ways were not my ways. And then what I asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior, that meant to be Lord and Savior over every part of my life not just the area in my little God box. And once I got rid of my God box and truly surrendered to his will, my life radically changed. The places the Lord has taken me and the path that he continues to lead me down, it blows me away. Me standing here giving this message to you, I would have never believed that I would be doing this ever. But if we turn our lives over to him, God takes us to extraordinary places. We get to be part of this incredible story that he has created for each and every one of us. When we give our life to Jesus, we get to be a part of that great story. We get to bear witness to the hope that life in him brings. And that's why Christianity isn't about escaping this life. It's about showing a sin-filled, fallen world that life doesn't have to be this way, that there is hope, 
that all of this sorrow and pain and heartbreak will one day be replaced. Jesus is coming again, and he will establish the kingdom of God here on earth. And we, as followers of Jesus, have such an important role to fill. We have to be willing to rise up, to share our testimony, and lovingly share the gospel with those who so desperately need to hear it. Whether you've been a Christian for one day or for 80 years, God needs each of us to go, to make disciples, to tell our story, the story of forgiveness and redemption, the story of hope and of a God who wants all of his children to come to know him. We need to spend time with God in prayer and in his word, and we need to allow the Holy Spirit to move in us and through us and speak over us we need to develop that relationship with him now unlike paul harvey i can't end this with and now you know the rest of the story because you don't know the rest of your story i don't know the rest of my story either but i do know this that someday as believers in jesus we will all be together in his kingdom. And we will share our stories of transformation, of how Jesus saved us, and how God used us in ways that we never dreamed or imagined. And that's the rest of the story that I can't wait to see. Can I pray with you right now? Lord Jesus, we thank you for your presence here, Lord, that no matter where we are sitting, even though we're not in the same room, Holy Spirit, you just move. You move among us. Lord, we just surrender ourselves to you. Help us, Lord, to spend time with you in prayer and in your word and reveal yourself to us so that we can share our testimony to others, Lord. Give us those opportunities, even in the situation that we're in with quarantine and not being able to leave, that you would bring those opportunities to us to share you, Lord. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you, Lord. And we just give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. If it was your first time here, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at info at lifespringfs.com and someone will get in contact with you this week. Uh, if you loved our service this morning, we would love for you to share it with your family and friends. You can share it on any social media platform. You can email or text it. Now, please join us. We are going to say our benediction this morning. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. We'll see you next Sunday at 10 a.m.